Rebel Nation, welcome to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline with Gary Darby, Chuck Roundsville, and Gordon Ford. And straight ahead to the five, to the two, to the one! In the end zone is Jerry and Ely! Touchdown, Ole Miss! Bringing you the lowdown on everything with Ole Miss Athletics. Near side, there's a pitch, it's on the turf! And the Rebels recover it! Don't just sit on the sidelines, be part of the show. Text in your questions and comments to 662-426-1093. That's 662-426-1093. 1093. I guess you don't have to, but you need to. Deal for Rodriguez. He'll go coast to coast. One handed stuff with a right hand. Swung on, fly ball, deep field. That ball is long gone, headed toward the scoreboard, hit right below it, and the Rebels take a one to nothing lead on a bomb by Tim Elko. And here it is. We're underway in the Sugar Bowl. Now, here's your host, Gary Darby. Let's talk a little Ole Miss athletics. In uh, particular, let's talk 4-0 Ole Miss, 4-0 Kentucky. We'll recap a little bit of what went on with Ole Miss and Tulsa on Saturday. We'll get into a few things there. And the obvious things we do with that text message line at 662-426-1093. Go ahead and get those texts in to us, and we'll start uh, getting ready for that portion of the world. We'll talk recruiting. We'll have some good, bad, and ugly. We'll have Harry Harrison coming up for the Ole Miss Radio Network. And a Kentucky insider by the name of Glenn Waldrop is going to be on the program at around 6.30. Gary, Chuck, how are you? I'm good, man. How about you? Things are well. Just, yeah. you know, doing a little something seven days a week. Whatever anybody will uh, say, when you want to do it, Darb doesn't. I'll, I'll just show up. Yeah, and a check. <laughs> you want to check, well, though. <laughs> that does help. That helps along the way. Well, if you want to stay married, it does. <laughs> Without a doubt. And especially with, uh, with with them little rugrats I got. Gordon, how are you? Wonderful, man. Good. Good to see you. Good to see you. Always uh, coming in here full of uh, food and drink and things of that nature. Yeah, I take care of Yancey on those peanuts, don't I? Absolutely. Yancey, how are you, my friend? I couldn't be doing better. Good, good. I think you could. You got them ugly shoes on. <laughs> my Lord. We did have a large conversation about shoes prior to getting on here. Mine just comfortable, easygoing, whatever kind of shoes. What do you have, Yancey? He's got dress black dress shoes with a white sole. <laughs> Charles just old. He doesn't know style. Oh, okay. yeah. I know they're in style, but they suck. I'm just telling you. <laughs> See, that's why I just comfortable. My old flat, fat <laughs> feet too. need those those sketching babies. I got on flip-flop. That's right. <laughs> take it nice and take it easy. All right, gang. So Ole Miss did beat Tulsa over the weekend, and Kentucky gets an eight-point win over Northern Illinois. I don't think either team really – Exploded like you thought. Ole Miss in the first half, thirty-five points, and then it was ugh, in that. In they the kind of lost half. their focus. Yeah. But I, I'm going to tell you, so a few things were exposed. Either that, or the coaches are holding back quite a bit of the playbook on both sides of the ball. I'm, and I hope it's the latter. We're going to get a lot of conversation between these two teams, but the two freshmen of the week, the co-freshmen of the week, belong to these two schools. Quinshawn Judkins of Ole Miss, the running back. What a stud. Ran for a career-high 140, 27 carries, two touchdowns, second straight game with two rushing touchdowns. He's got three of his four games with 100 all-purpose yards. And then Barry and Brown, wide receiver from Kentucky, true freshman, caught four passes for 102 yards. Mathematics tells me that's... 25 yards a catch in the win over Northern Illinois. Not bad. Not bad at all. And, of course, they're getting back the running back, Craig Rodriguez. They've got that to go along with a great quarterback. 
Good defensive work always from a Stoops team. Yeah. This is going to be an interesting one kicking oh, off. it's going to be great. Left, right? I, th- I can't wait. I think it's going to be a classic battle. Two top 15 teams. Yeah, let's get it on. Put the ball down. Time to go, isn't it, right? Yeah. No doubt. I mean, I think Kentucky, uh, you know, the, I mean, Stoops has done a marvelous job there. And he's had other offers, but, you know, why would you leave there? They got money and no pressure to win. I don't know. He and Cal kind of got into it a little bit about yeah, whether they were. <laughs> you know, yeah. Cal, of course, saying it was a basketball school. And then here they are, number seven in, in football in the AP Ole Miss, coming in number 14. Uh, in the game. A lot of that was with fine bombs, kind of firing all that up, too. That can happen every once in a while. All right, so as we get our show started, I'll remind you that, uh, first of all, we like to thank First South Farm Credit. After 100 years of experience supporting rural communities and agriculture, they're ready to guide you through their financial journey, whatever it might be, with First South Farm Credit. And now it's time to get some thoughts of our own Yancey Porter, brought to you by Outback Steakhouse and our friend Steve Grantham, who currently operates nine Outback Steakhouses in Mississippi and Tennessee. Let's Outback eat boldly tonight. What you got, Yancey? Yeah, guys, the first thought is I thought this was just a classic trap game before hosting Kentucky. You got two undefeated teams coming in this Saturday. Ole Miss came off an emotional game against Georgia Tech. And I thought outside of the second quarter, the Rebels just didn't play with an edge. I expect that to change Saturday when Ole Miss takes on the Wildcats. Second thought is I think Jackson Dart is growing right beneath our eyes. He still gets tunnel vision sometimes, but I think the Ole Miss staff is giving him baby steps with the offensive game plan to help him grow. I love the way he plays with the physical nature, and I just think having a dog at quarterback allows the other players to play with an edge too. My third thought is, can somebody step up outside Mingo and somewhat Malik Heath? Ole Miss is feeling the effects of having Jalen Robinson and, and Jalen Knotts' injuries. Somebody else has to step up to continue to allow Dart to grow. The fourth thought of the day, the pass pro set for the Ole Miss offensive line continue to rear its ugly head. We saw it all spring and all during fall drills. This is three out of four games. That has to improve if they're going to get a W Saturday. The fifth and final thoughts, I believe Ole Miss drank the rat poison after the Georgia Tech win. I think Saturday's ho-hum performance is just what the doctor ordered. Expect Ole Miss players to be super focused this week and come out and play their best game Saturday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Those are five things we can Brought to you by Outback Steakhouse. Next, Harry Harrison joins the program. The Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find your road. What does the farm mean to you? Maybe it's a piece of land for production, crops, or cattle. Or maybe the farm is just a place you can go to relax or enjoy the outdoors. Whatever the farm means to you, First South Farm Credit can help you finance or refinance that perfect piece of land. We've been financing farms and land since 1916 
with competitive rates and flexible terms. For more information, go to FirstSouthland.com. Equal housing lender. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw real estate. If you're in the market for a fine piece of jewelry, there's only one name to know. Van Atkins. Serving its customers since 1939, Van Atkins has been voted the best estate jeweler in Mississippi multiple times. With great locations to serve you in historic downtown New Albany and on the square in Oxford, Van Atkins is the place to go. Whether it's a piece for yourself or for that special someone, Van Atkins is the easy decision. And like Chuck always says, you know she's worth it. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. You're listening to the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. You can keep those text messages coming in at 662-426-1093. In uh, a few minutes, we'll get into why Tulsa ran the football so much against Ole Miss. We'll try and answer that. A question about Hudson Wolf and then also pass blocking. Although... We probably should just let this man joining us now from the uh, Ole Miss Radio Network, our friend Harry Harrison, answer some of those questions. Harry, good Monday evening to you. Guys, how we doing? Good, good. great, brother. How are you? Man, it's just been a beautiful day. Weather's changing, getting a little cooler. I'm all about it. I saw where it's going to be 75 and sunny Saturday. That's that's terrific. I can stand a lot of that, Chuck. Makes you want to go play some golf, too, doesn't it? Well, not only that, but you know it's going to keep those students from baking in the north end zone. That's that's good because it's got to be 150 degrees down there when it's 95. Oh uh, well, maybe so, but I, you know, I, I'm sorry, I don't worry about them actually. <laughs> yeah, at our age, we just better worry about ourselves, huh? Yeah, better get back there and get it back, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so uh, up, Chuck, being outside was no big deal. So we were used to it, but it is hotter, I guess now. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and and kids have so many other distractions. I mean, all I had was Ole Miss football. Yep. That that and uh, dig dig some holes for my 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 mother's roses. Well, so, I was just trying to play sports to get get some way figure a way to get out of Bay Springs so I get to college and do it, and that uh, certainly worked out. There you go. Hey, so uh, talk to us. One thing I want to talk to you is, as a former DB, I, I, I'm, I'm this this targeting rule has got me kind of befuddled. I mean, shouldn't there be some intent to that? I mean, both Troy Brown and uh, Otis Reese. Otis Reese led with their shoulders like their coach to do. The both runners ducked their heads down, and there was there was certainly contact with the head. But I just don't know that I I get that rule. 
Well, Chuck, you're talking to a guy that's never gotten it, but in, in a guy that had, had that rule been in place 40, 50 years ago, I wouldn't have lasted a quarter. But, <laughs> but yeah. the point is this. When you looked at the replay Saturday of uh, Otis Reese, it was clearly helmet to helmet. And you got a, you got a receiver coming across on a, on a crossing route. Uh, you, just, you just can't do it. I mean, you know, as bad as I hate to see us lose Otis Reese for a half, uh, it, it was, I thought it was the right call. Unfortunately, I thought it was the right call. I, I don't like the call, but you know, obviously they, they're, they're dead set on cleaning this thing up and making it safer. Uh, not only in, in, in our level, but up in the, in the next league too. So, uh, if that's their, if that's their intent, then it was clearly a targeting, uh, and regardless of whether you, whether it's your shoulder or your head, it, it's no doubt if you leave with the crown of your helmet, but if it's even your shoulder, and you hit the guy in the face mask or in the helmet, you're going to get a targeting call. There's no doubt about it. And it's hard to play defensive back. That's just the way that they've got this thing uh, tilted towards the offense. People like to see scoring and, and offensive plays, and that's the way it's tilted, man. What about the penalty on Mingo? I just thought he was just blocking the guy. What? what? Well, he did a really good job. <laughs> yeah. he, he knocked the guy down. Maybe if he hadn't been quite so good at it, they wouldn't have called it. But uh, – uh, I didn't know. I, I thought that was uh, kind of a bush league call, but they, I guess it's in the uh, in the book. They definitely call it. Of course, that's when Casey Kelly caught the pass and beat his guy for the first down. But anyway, uh, it was a crackback, and uh, you know the guy was looking right at him. He was coming right towards Mingo, so it wasn't a blind side or anything. Yeah, but, you know, I, I guess huh. there's a new rule that you and I weren't aware of, Chuck. Okay, well. Um... You and I saw each other at Lane's press conference today, and he said that he felt like the team lost focus, um, particularly in the second half. And, you know, that, that they were kind of hee-hawing around in the second half, so I, I'd have to go along with that, that sentiment. You know, and, and I understand, and I asked him a question thinking, you know, really what I was asking was, uh, you know, I thought last year it was Matt Corral that kept this team going. You know, and, and there's got to be somebody on that offensive huddle and defensive huddle, too. And when things get out of whack, it doesn't have to be heat. I, I did mention the heat, and, and he responded to that. But it doesn't have to be heat. It can be adversity. It can be whatever it could be. You know, it can be the last drive, either win or save the game. Uh, whatever it is, somebody's got to step in that huddle, huddle and, and take uh, control of it and get those guys back playing at the right uh, level. And, I, you know, I didn't see any of that the second half. Offensively, we kept shooting ourselves in the foot with a penalty here and a drop there to, you know, whatever it was, a block uh, block pass coming out of Dart's hand. It was all kind of little bitty things that led to big things. And, and unfortunately, after scoring 35 in the first half, we just kind of let the, you know, the, the gas out of the second half and almost got ourselves into a real game. Uh, Harry, not one of the defense's better effort, efforts. Um, they had Kari Coleman and Piggies both out. How bad do you think that affected them? I, I think I – think it definitely affected him, uh, Gordon. I think that uh, the geese has been a guy that, uh, you know, when you're rushing up the middle, that's the worst place a quarterback wants to see the rush is coming right at him, right? Uh, and, and I thought the geese, obviously, has been substituting with Katie Hill, and the geese has really turned into a great pass rusher from that interior. And I thought that really, really made a big difference Saturday. I, you know, the, the, the young freshman that was in there, Xavier Harris, uh, still feeling his way around. He's obviously a big kid, big strong kid, but he doesn't have all the technique and the fundamentals down to, to be to be uh, uh, what uh, we've got with with JJ Pegues. And and I, and I thought it did make a difference. Now you know, Kari Coleman obviously he's had a, a, a 
a really good start to the season on being able to find the right gaps to get to, to tackles for loss, to get for sacks. So I thought those two guys were pretty key. I mean, they don't, either one of them start, but they play an awful lot, and they've been a big, big, big positive for this defense. I was a little surprised that uh, we started off and, and played a lot of five in the box, Harry, because, you know, Tulsa rushed for 262 yards, and five in the box is kind of an invitation to run, isn't it? Well, it is. You know, I mean, the old saying is if you got four in the box, I mean, if you don't run, they ought to fire the coach. Five is, an, is, is another invitation. If you got six, you still want to run at them. Uh, and I was like you, Chuck, the first few times we lined up, we had four down linemen, and the linebacker was out playing safety somewhere. And I thought, <laughs> well, this is not going to be good. But, uh, you know, <laughs> we, uh, I guess we, we picked up a couple first downs, then we forced them to punt. But, uh, yeah, that's an invitation to run. That's what we did. And, and, and of course, that's what you're going to see with a three-man front a lot, Chuck. When you got five in the box, even with our two linebackers. Now, you know, we, we do a good job of getting those outside safeties up to uh, bring some run blitzes. And, and especially, I thought, with Darius Tennyson, 13, did a great job of getting in there on the run, especially in the second half, even if they were inside runs. I thought he did a good job of tackling. Because the 260-pound back, a couple times our guys came up and hit him and your physics just took him. He won, you know, so he, he was going forward. He went, but you only got another yard or two uh, at 6'2 and 260. That was a tough, tough guy to bring down. But but I thought to all in all, it, uh, uh, and I think that that's the question you ask. Yes, we're inviting them to run, okay? If you're going to drop eight and rush three, you're going to invite some things, short passes, you're going to do some things, and, that, and that's, what, that's what they wound up doing was dinking and dunking us. And then the touchdown down in the right northeast corner down there, we just uh, we, we blew the coverage. It was it was two underneath the route that went out and an over route that went out, but then the, the back route went out and up, and then we didn't and we bit on the out, and he just was wide open. But those are things that we can correct, Chuck. And uh, we're going to play a good team this weekend with a quarterback that's on fire, and so we've got to have it corrected, and we've got to get some pressure on this guy. You know, I got to ask you. We 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 mention this kid every week. It seems like, but Judkins, man, <laughs> wow! If you look at a stat, I didn't realize they kept this stat, but I saw it today in the notes. The number of people that he makes miss, okay, which I didn't realize anybody was charting that, but it, there's certainly a stat in there that says, and it's it's incredible. It's like thirty something misses, and even down inside the five yard line, Chuck, when he's when he's in there and all that traffic. All you got to do is make one guy miss, and you get you know from the four to the one, or maybe you score. And he did that a couple times Saturday. Really, really amazing feat for a guy who won't be nineteen to the end of this of October. Uh, he just got something that you can't coach. He just His vision, got His vision too. Pardon? His vision, His vision. too. His, His vision is terrific. Yeah. He, yeah. He, Absolutely, his vision is, is off the chart. I mean, he, he's just way ahead of his time to be that age and doing things he's doing in this conference. Now, you know, obviously things are going to get tougher from here on out, but I, I've seen enough of his work to know he, he's very special. All right, my man, we need to do this quickly, if you don't mind. In about 30 seconds, we like to remind the people sometimes what else you do in life and give a phone number, if you don't mind, in about 20 seconds. Yeah, I'm, out, I'm in the health insurance business, represents some great companies, including Blue Cross. It's basically group health insurance. You can get a hold of me via my cell, which is 601-955-8000. Absolutely. Thank- this thing we do on the weekend, that we, we do get paid, but it's a lot of fun. 
<laughs> Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Thanks Harry. Harry. This portion of the show brought to you by Gateway Tire, serving since 1929. Gateway Tire goes the distance for you. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Can you imagine years of hard work and saving, and now you're worried about outliving your retirement savings? But clients of the Faris Group may not have these worries. Paxton Faris and the Faris Group have over 20 years and a process working towards success, not stress, after retirement. To know how you can truly enjoy a level of comfort and security, talk to the Faris Group. Retirement should be stress-free, not stressful. The Faris Group, farisgroup.com, offices in Oxford and Jackson. The Faris Group, your partner in retirement. Registered representatives offer securities through Security America, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. The Faris Group, LLC and Securities America companies are separate entities. Attention, Camp Lejeune toxic water victims. I'm attorney Roberts Wilson with important information that you need to know. If you or a loved one lived or worked at Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987 and developed cancer or another major disease, you may have a claim for money damages. To have your claim reviewed, call Roberts Wilson PA Injury Lawyers at 662-533-9111 or visit us on the web at wegetjustice.com. Outback Steakhouse knows steak. Even better, the grills are always hot and ready for your favorites. There's nothing better than pairing a bold steak with a bloomin' onion and one of our signature cocktails. Drop in for a great lunch or dinner anytime for awesome food and a bloomin' good time. Either way, Outback has your back. Visit their locations in Tupelo, Hattiesburg, Meridian, South Haven, Diabraville, and Floyd, Mississippi. Also serving Jackson and Cordova, Tennessee. Outback Steakhouse. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Time for some text messages presented by Cannon Cleary McGraw. And we may have answered one of those in the conversation with Harry, but let's get into those, and then we'll get into the Rebel Injury Report as well. First thing was... Uh, Tulsa only averaged 1.9 yards rushing versus Wyoming, 6.1 against Ole Miss. A little worried about the defensive line. Your thoughts after we we hear and we've talked about you know how Ole Miss lined up. Yeah, the I way think. It went. Well, I think Ole Miss was was lining up to prevent against the pass because Tulsa's the number one passing right. team in the country. And by the time they we looked up, they you know they had established a running game. And uh, I don't know that we ever adjusted well to it. And then I think it it did change to where they may have called more running plays, plus given what Ole Miss was doing defensively when Bryn was knocked out of the game. Mm-hmm. If the starting quarterback stays in, I think they throw it more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think they throw it more. Absolutely. Because he was off to a really good and, start. And, hey, and let's be blunt about it. I thought it was our worst tackling game. Yeah. And I know Harry said the running back's 260, and he is, but but we we did a poor job of tackling Saturday night. And I think that goes back to what Lane said about losing focus. 
The next text message from 662-426-1093 is, where is Hudson Wolf? Feels like we haven't heard from him in forever. Got an update? Yeah, he's got back issues, and he's definitely red-shirting this year, and his football future is is in jeopardy to be you know, blunt about it. Mm, hate to hear that. And why can we not pass block with four linemen that have played a lot of games at Ole Miss? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not all on the offensive linemen. Uh, now, a couple of times the A-gap came free, and that should never happen. That is on the offensive line. But a couple of times, backs missed a block, tight end missed a block. So let's just say pass protection. Let's don't say offensive line. Now, the offensive line's got issues in pass protection, but it's it's not just them. 11 a.m. kickoff for this one. Now, look, uh, Ole Miss uh, has... Let me make sure that uh, I'm, I'm getting all these things right here. It's the first 4-0 start since 2015. Uh, other things uh, that they have done is, as far as wins on the field, right, 22 of their last 25 on the field at Ole Miss has won. If you're looking at Kentucky, uh, they're doing things uh, that they haven't done in a while in football as well, uh, where they have 19 straight wins. That Those are non-conference opponents but eight straight overall wins which is second longest in fbs currently right now i tell you what mr clemson yeah if if anybody has an issue with what mark stoops is doing at kentucky they're nuts because kentucky's not a fertile recruiting ground and he's done a tremendous job at a basketball school that's right 12 straight home wins for ole miss by the way, so a lot of things that have happened there. We thank you for those text messages at 426-1093. And now uh, let's take a look at some injuries. The Rebel Injury Report is uh, brought to us by Oxford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. You know, not terrible through four games, but there are some issues. Running back Ulysses Bentley is out for two or three more weeks with a, some type of wrist issue. Of course, we don't get specifics on injuries, but we just grab around the perimeter uh, peripheral, I should say, of, of injuries. Running back Zach Evans has a little hip pointer, but he's expected to play Saturday. Uh, defensive tackle J.J. Pegues has an ankle issue. He didn't play against Tulsa, but he's expected to come back Saturday. Linebacker Kari Coleman also has an ankle issue, injury, uh, missed Tulsa, and he's questionable for Saturday. I understand his treatment is not going as well as J.J.'s did. A slot receiver, Jalen Robinson, who we hadn't seen much of because he's been suffering with hamstring issues all fall, including back in August, is expected to be back Saturday. So if things go well this week, so we'll see. Wide receiver Jalen Knox is out last week. We do not know his status right now, but we think he's got lingering knee issues from back in the spring. Center Caleb Warren tweaked a knee. Uh, and we don't know his status for Saturday yet. All right. Look, at this point in time, four games in, they're going to be bumps and bruises yeah. for everybody. Yeah. I don't think it's too bad, really. Right. I mean, got a couple that are, are, are going to miss. But, you know, this time through four games, I, I think that's okay. I do want to clarify something because there has been another text message, and I know in, in talking with Gordon and in, in Yancey earlier about something that Lane Kiffin said in the postgame interviews uh, where he said he called the plays in the first half and he let well, you uh, set us straight on that. Weiss you know, call in the second half. He was making a joke, and he, he, <laughs> he, 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 said, joke, he said that jokingly, and I'm, I'm answering a text message as, as well, all right, um, that he – 
he did not call the plays in the first half and let um, Weiss call them in the second half. He <laughs> said, "I am making a, uh, I'm joking here." So. Um, I appreciate everybody listening, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. We listen to you here. And catching those comments along the way. Look, um, he was obviously frustrated, as everyone else was, with the way the second half went and, and the way it all turned out. And I guess he was trying to find some levity before actually having to answer the questions I was going to get to him, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But he was he, he's definitely a guy that's trying to make this team – perform at at a certain standard and and losing focus against anybody is not his standard because that happens on saturday it's going to be a long long no question long long that's a 60 minute game anybody thinks otherwise is kidding themselves without a doubt all right you can always text message in at 662-426-1093 and uh, again those text messages are brought to you by canon cleary mcgraw you can check out their website at ccm mcgraw that's online to find out any of the places you might want to look for land homes or whatever in the rebel injury report from oxford orthopedics and sports medicine listen i don't want you uh, to forget too that coming up later on in the program we'll do the c spire connerly trophy watch list we'll see if some of the uh, usual names are back on the list again uh, we'll check those out give those to you as we roll along because you know it seems like uh, mr sanders has been winning it oh we got a new guy from jackson state so we can take a peek at that uh, and 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 our and our good friend from Millsaps, we have uh, they didn't play, so we, <laughs> we 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 don't have Mose coming back on today. But we'll talk about all of the guys that are coming up on that list with the C Spark Connolly Trophy Award watch list. And next, we're going to bring a gentleman by the name of Glenn Waldrop into the discussion, a Kentucky insider that will talk with us about the Cats coming to Oxford, Ole Miss, and Kentucky, 11 a.m. You all right with an 11 a.m. game? No, no. no. No, I think I think if we were having a six p.m. game at night, the fans would be well lubricated, and it would be a a, a, a madhouse. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be okay, but no, I don't like. 11. They got a pretty good crew announcing it. So. Top yeah, fifteen matchup. Who cares who's announced it? I know. I want, I want the fans there. That's right. Yeah. We'll be back with more of the show next. Oxford Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Board Certified Surgeons are specially trained for you and your family. From dad's knee replacement to your son's football injury. Leaders in orthopedic care. Oxford Orthopedic can treat any of your orthopedic needs close to home. Locations in Oxford, Batesville, Grenada, Hernando, Cleveland, Calhoun City, and Pontotoc. Official orthopedic team physicians for Ole Miss Athletics. To make an appointment, call 662-513-2000 or visit OxfordOrtho.org. Cannon Cleary McGraw is ranked Oxford's number one real estate firm because of fans like you. The agents of Cannon Cleary McGraw are true experts in their field, and it shows with hundreds of five-star reviews and unwavering commitment to their clients. Cannon Cleary McGraw experts specialize in game day condos, seasonal townhomes, and high-end single-family homes. If you are on the sidelines and ready to get in the game, give a Cannon Cleary McGraw agent a call today at 662-371-1000. Tilt the odds in your favor of getting what you want with the best service in Oxford at Cannon Cleary McGraw. Raw real estate. Big Delta Power Sports on Cracker Barrel Drive in Batesville celebrates 20 years in business this year. Check out the great selection now of major brands like Honda, Polaris, Can-Am, Yamaha, and Kawasaki featuring the most fun off the road and on the road. 
motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides, zero-turn mowers. Plus, you'll find generators by Honda and Polaris. And Big Delta is your steel power equipment dealer. Celebrating 20 years in business, whether it's work or play, Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Make Lenora's in Oxford your go-to dinner play this season. Their daily ravioli is always amazing, and you cannot go wrong with the decadent crawfish mac and cheese. They have an excellent variety of seafood dishes, and their ribeyes and fillets are cooked to perfection every time. Have a taste of the weekend on Wine Wednesdays, too. Call for your reservation today at 662-236-1144. That's 236-1144. Located at 309 North Lamar. Great food and great vibes. It's a winning combination. Hey, cheers, and see you at Lenora's. When you think car, we want you to think Canon. Whether you're in the market for gas, hybrid, or electric vehicles, our team has got you covered. We're invested in your future and in seeing that you have the experience you deserve, even after you get your car. Pre-order or bring home a new Chevrolet Silverado or a Chevrolet pre-owned vehicle from Canon Chevrolet of Oxford today. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no further than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Ole Miss football, basketball, baseball, and more are all right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors. All right, let's put the Tulsa win behind us and move into what's coming up on Saturday. That is number 14 and 4 0, Ole Miss hosting number 7 and 4 0, Kentucky at Vaught Hemingway Stadium. Gary, Chuck, and Gordon, and now Glenn Waldrop, a Kentucky insider, is going to join us on the program. Glenn, good evening. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, just flew back into the Memphis airport from a little trip down south, and a hurricane pushed us out a little early. So uh, uh, happy to get back a day early and prep for my first trip to the Grove. Uh, there's a lot of Kentucky fans fired up about this uh, chance to see how Ole Miss does their tailgating. And, and honestly, uh, that you probably heard a collective groan from the Commonwealth of Kentucky when the uh, date or the time was announced. Uh, last week, there was a lot of people upset that it was an 11 a.m. kick because there's a lot of folks uh, in Kentucky Blue going to be making a trip down to the Grove. We just said the very same thing going into the break. The the red and blue down here did the same thing, Glenn. We we didn't like it either. We'd much rather it be 6 o'clock. Well, I would, we would have loved it. I'm, any opportunity to come to the Grove and play a ranked Ole Miss team is, is a great, uh, fun day. But uh, I, this is not an exaggeration. I know between 100 and 200 people coming down to Ole Miss I had probably 25 people call me to see if they had room, if we had room at our house. We live in Collierville, Tennessee, and, and uh, I had to start turning people down and, and thought about, you know, hike, hiking some prices, gouging a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, family and close friends won out, so uh, we're going to have a house full. going to be a great tailgate, and uh, I expect a really good football game. Glenn, talk to us a little bit about what the addition of Rodriguez is going to mean to the Kentucky offense, to the team. Uh, to the leadership angle, um, he's, he's a tremendous player. Well, when when you have a guy that's a preseason first all you know first all ACC team uh, running back, and you don't have him for three or four weeks, 
obviously it can change the look of your football team. And, and you all know, because you follow college football as much as anybody, if Kentucky's been known for one thing over the last four, five, six years under Mark Stoops, it's been that they are physical at the line of scrimmage and they run the football. And that's how they've won a lot of games uh, under Stoops in the past is playing good defense. But really controlling the line of scrimmage with that big blue wall on the offensive line and quite frankly, as what you've seen through the first four weeks of Kentucky, they haven't been that physical up front. They have not been able to run the football like they have in the past. And it's not that they don't have good running backs. Cavassier smokes great. The other two guys have been playing summer are really solid running backs. But the physicality hasn't been there. And Rodriguez, I think, will bring that. He is, he is a bowling ball of a runner. He's got experience. He's one of the leading rushers in U.K. history. And having him back and that leadership that he provides from the years past and playing on that 10-win team last year and having such a big role, uh, I think might see a change in Kentucky in their physicality. Their offensive line is good. Uh, they, they just really haven't performed quite yet. And Will Levis, is, is, you know, great as he's played, he's been under duress a little bit back there. So when you can run the football, as Kentucky has done in years past, and you have a guy like Rodriguez, it can change the whole offensive mentality because now you think, okay, even though he was only going to get two or three yards, he might make that a four- or five-yard run. It gives you a better down and distance to try to, you know, maybe then run a play action, which Kentucky is very successful with. And uh, their wide receiving core tight ends are very, very good. So if Kentucky can run the football from here on out the rest of the season, uh, Rodriguez's addition is going to be a big part of that, and it will be uh, – a major factor in whether or not Kentucky is successful and gets to a 10-win season or more as they did last year. Glenn, Gordon Ford, um, we the y'all have changed coordinators there, that being Kentucky. they got a new offensive coordinator. I want to say his name right, Rich Shangarello, uh, who came yes. from the 49ers. And then, of course, they got Brad White as their defensive coordinator. Offensively, and I know you had last year Liam and uh, Kent, uh, Cohen – who went to the Rams as their offensive coordinator? Tell me what you know, what we're going to expect, and what's going to be different. Coach Sangrillo is—he came in from the 49ers. He was the quarterbacks coach out there. He's had great experience, and you know, it goes to show you sort of where Kentucky's football program has come in the last number of years. Um, you know, when you lose a guy that was an NFL quarterbacks coach. He comes in for one year as your offensive coordinator, puts up great numbers, and then he goes back to the Super Bowl champions as their offensive coordinator. It would it would maybe decimate a lot of places, but with Kentucky's ability now to to be looked at as a true football program, you get uh, Scangrillo in there, and all of a sudden, you know, you, you don't see the drop off you might have thought. Um, again, we haven't run the football as physically and as successfully as we did last year, and as we have in the past. But um, with Rodriguez back, like I said earlier, I think you'll see uh, Kentucky try to get a little more physical between the tackles and, and not get behind the change and rely on the passing game so much. But the one thing I will say with this particular team, uh, unlike some of the years past, they can take the top off of defense with about three different guys. Uh, Dane Key's an outstanding young freshman. Um, Barry and Brown uh, had a huge game last week, another freshman. They're both ranked in the top five or six in the country for true freshman wide receivers. And then you've got uh, Tavion Robinson, who was a transfer from Virginia Tech, to sort of fill the role of Wandale Robinson, who was so good last year for Kentucky. Uh, so with those three guys, and as I said, you've got about four tight ends, Keaton Upshaw and others that really are contributing. Um, the offense, I think, if they can get it to where they're spreading it around with that you know, run-pass scheme of 50-50, uh, can be very successful. Uh, you mentioned Brad White, the defensive coordinator. He has been fantastic. I mean, he turned down LSU this year by reports. 
that Brian Kelly tried to hire him away, and you know what type of resources LSU has. And Brad White stayed with Kentucky. And um, in the past, I think, five years, UK has had guys drafted, two or three guys each year drafted off that defense. So um, uh, they're going to miss some guys this week, and I'm sure we'll talk about that in a minute. But when you look at those two coordinators, um, they're guys that I think you're going to hear about in the future, and in the very near future, unfortunately, for Kentucky fans as uh, potential head coaches uh, throughout the country. They're both doing a fantastic job. Well, Glenn, this is Gary. Since you mentioned it, go ahead and take us through. You just mentioned some people may be missing. What are you hearing? Well, one guy that's uh, unlikely to play is Kentucky's best uh, edge rusher, J.J. Weaver. Uh, many of y'all might have remembered when they were covering Kentucky last year, he came off he a lot of press about that because he had six fingers. But uh, he has been, over the last two years, really dominant off the edge. Um, in, at the Florida game this year, Anthony Richardson, they, they held him in check. They contained him from the pocket. And one of the key factors of that was J.J. Weaver. Unfortunately, the next week against Youngtown State, uh, in the first quarter, he had an elbow injury that looked pretty bad. Um, it's been reported it's not as bad as it originally looked. But, uh, according to coach, um, Stoops today, uh, he is, he's probably, they're saying day to day and it doesn't look likely that he will play. And without him, uh, you know, it, with the offense that, that you guys run down there with a, uh, a lot of misdirection and guys getting in and out of the pocket and, and, and running sweeps and, and the things that Lane Kiffin can dial up, you need some really good uh, defensive end, outside linebacker guys to hold that contain and not follow some of the madness that uh, the misdirection can bring. And, and unfortunately, uh, without J.J. Weaver, that's one of the key pieces of that defense. Mark Stoops, I mean, he's been mentioned for several jobs. I mean, he's virtually turned Kentucky football around where it's a football school kind of now. Tell me about him and, you know, I mean, what what has he done that's just really revitalized Kentucky? Well, you know, the buzzword a lot of times is is culture, right? You hear a lot of coaches talk about we need to change the culture. And and, and what he brought, I think, in that culture is a – really hard-nosed, chip-on-your-shoulder mentality of these guys to say, you know, people say you can't do it. We're going to say we can, prove we can, and keep proving we can. And, um, you know, he comes from a coaching tree, and he comes from that Youngstown, Ohio area where it's a lot of tough guys. And um, I think what he brings and, and what he has changed is Kentucky is no longer a team that, you know, would play hard, but when they get punched in the mouth, they would back down, and that's what the fan base always expected. You know, any time we were in a close game, and I'm 51 years old and been around the program forever, and, you know, uh, my wife who, who went to Florida State, Georgia, Clemson, and then Kentucky, she's been all over the place. She went to football schools, and when we first started dating, I would have to tell her, well, you know, this is just what Kentucky does. We're going to lose. And she'd like, how can you say that? You're winning. And we would lose. And and Stoops turned that around, and he let – it's a fighter's mentality. And, um, you know, the – I think the way he kind of has taught the teams here is, you know, the best way you treat a bully is to is to fight them back, and and that's what Kentucky has become. We're no longer being bullied. Uh, he started with with really getting physical up front on the offensive and defensive lines, and then he made the choice uh, to go to Liam Cohen last year and really open that offense up. Even though he'd had a lot of success rushing the football, uh, he opened it up, and of course, Wondell Robinson had a huge year. Will Levis put his name out in the the national spotlight. And now, uh, and I, I would say this, one of the other real critical key components of all the change is Vince Morrow, the offensive coordinator. He's also the tight ends coach, and he's called associate head coach. He's also from Youngstown, Ohio. 
and uh, he has, he, they, they call him the big dog, and he's got some dog in him. He goes in to recruit kids everywhere now, and it used to be Kentucky was an afterthought, and you all see the recruiting rankings all the time now. There are a lot of kids that, even if they don't choose Kentucky, would have never considered Kentucky five to ten years ago, but now they're in their final two or three, or in a lot of cases choosing to come play for the Big Blue. Talk to us a little bit about Kentucky's philosophy on the transfer portal and also uh, how they're doing in the NIL arena. Well, now that I live in Collierville, Tennessee, I'm not quite as in touch with, with things around the program as far as the NILs, but, but I can tell you that there have been a lot of really cool um, deals made out. Um, Will Levis last year signed a deal with Claiborne Farm. It's one of the top breeding farms in the country. Um, that's where Secretary retired, retired to stud, who is arguably the greatest horse of all time. And they reached out because they had a, a horse called War of Will, and they reached out and they signed an NIL deal with Will Levis. I mean, so when you've got the horse industry reaching out and now trying to get a part of, of your football program, you know that's a good thing. Um, uh, you know, Wandell Robinson had some, some nice NIL deals last year uh, when he came back to Kentucky from Nebraska. So they're embracing it. Um, I think Kentucky's probably been a little behind the NILs, uh, just in the philosophy of the administration. But uh, they're they're working hard to to really get on a level playing field and um, seeing some success. When you talk about the transfer portal, um, it really had a massive impact on Kentucky last year. Uh, a ten win season, a bowl championship, and the Outback Bowl, and you know, Wondell Robinson, while a Kentucky boy, had transferred back. He won MVP. Uh, he was first-team All-SEC. had 104 catches and almost 1,400 yards uh, in his only season at Kentucky. So that was a massive transfer. Will Levis transferred from Penn State, where he was lost in the shuffle with James Franklin, and comes in, wins the, the starting job at Kentucky, and becomes a, a leader immediately. So the portal's been very, very good. Stoops is trying to be very selective. Uh we filled some gaps this year in the D-line with uh, a couple of kids from Auburn and, and Ohio State. So Kentucky is active. Uh, they are not as active as I would say you all are at Ole Miss. I think Lane Kiffin uh, probably along with um, SC out there probably won the transport portal for the 2022 season. But Kentucky is active. And, and more importantly of being active, the players they've brought in have had an immediate impact. And I think that's critical. Well, Glenn, we thank you. Good information from you on uh, the Kentucky Wildcats. Thanks, Glenn. All right, thanks, guys, and I hope to run into you at the Grove on Saturday. Sounds good. We'll be around. That's the Game Day Outlook brought to you by Roberts Wilson, PA. They represent the people. The consultation is free. They go to work immediately after being hired. They are there for you. The free initial consultation concerning an injury, you can call them at 662-533-9111. Now it's time to talk about the prestigious C Spire Connerly Trophy awarded to the top college player in the state each year. Each week, right here on the Rebel Yell Hotline, we present the list of standout players from the 10 football-playing schools. And let's start, Chuck. Well, here's that name again. Freshman <laughs> running back Quinshawn Judkins is the player of the week for the Rebels. The 220-pound back had a season-high 27 rushes for 140 yards and two touchdowns in Ole Miss 35-27 win over Tulsa. This is the second week that the Alabama native has one player of the week for Ole Miss, who's now 4-0. and Just a man, isn't he, Chuck? Mm-hmm. Mississippi State senior linebacker Nathaniel Watson is our player of the week for the Bulldogs. The 6'2", 240-pounder, had 10 tackles, two quarterback hurries, 
a tipped pass, a sack for Mississippi State as the dogs are now 3-1 and one for the season. Senior defensive back Eric Scott is the player of the week for the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. 6'2", 200-pound safety, picked off a two-lane pass, took it to the house, broke a 17-17 tie late in the first quarter. Southern Miss got the win over Tulane. He also had six tackles and a pass deflection, and uh, we were talking uh, in the break. Southern beat Tulane, who beat Kansas State, who beat Oklahoma, so you never know what's going to happen, but it was a good win. Wild world. Good win for, for USM. For Jackson State, senior receiver Dallas Daniels, well, not not prime son this week, <laughs> is the player of the week for the Tigers. 6'1", Ohio native, had a career high 10 catches for 142 yards in Jackson State's 49-7 to win over Mississippi Valley State. JSU is now 4-0 on the season. Delta State, fifth-year senior quarterback, and I hope I say this name right, Patrick Shegog is our Player of the Year for the Statesman. The Batesville native had 294 yards passing with three touchdowns, rushed for another 84 yards, and the winning score for the thrilling 45-42 win over West Florida to move the Statesman to 4-0. and You are correct. Every Panola County and uh, shook their head in agreement on Shegog. Mm-hmm. You were right. Mississippi Valley State senior defensive lineman Ronnie Thomas is the player of the week for the third time this season for the Devils. Clinton native, eight tac- tackles, two tackles for loss, and sacks in the loss to Jackson State. He had a lot of opportunities for <laughs> tackles. <laughs> wasn't he? A lot of points and movement, Woo. yeah. <laughs> uh, Alcorn State redshirt senior running back Jarvion Howard is the player of the week again for the Braves. The Columbia, Mississippi native had a career-high 295 yards rushing and four touchdowns in the Braves' 48-21 to win over Arkansas Pine Bluff. My team here, the Millsaps, uh, are open and face Sewanee next Saturday. Mississippi College had sophomore running back Marcus Williams, player of the week for the Choctaws. Louisiana native, 120 yards rushing, 32-17 loss to McNeese. Bellhaven junior running back Colby Blunt is our player of the week. The Mobile native had 22 rushes for 113 yards and a touchdown in the 31-24 loss to Huntington, Alabama. We'll do this each and every week. We'll tell you about it. Ceasefire Trophy since 1996. More coming up with this show. The Cannon Motors Rebel Yell Hotline is next. Rebel fans, do you have real estate questions? Coldwell Banker Signature agents have the answers. Whether you're buying or selling, let the agents at Coldwell Banker Signature give you the home field advantage. Start your search now, www.oxford38655.com, or call them directly at 662-50-38655. Also, if you're thinking about a career in real estate, give Martin a call at 662-50-38655 to learn about the opportunities available. Find your home with Coldwell Banker Signature today. Never miss the game and never miss the party at the Library Sports Bar in Oxford. Grab a seat at a cocktail in the sports bar to watch the game on one of their many big screen TVs. Move on into the middle bar for some great live music Thursday, Friday, and Saturday night. Enjoy a breeze, a beer, and a ball game out in their patio as well. Stop in for happy hour from 3 to 7 during the weekdays. Have a big old time at the biggest bar in town. Meet you at the Brary, the Library Sports Bar on South 11th in Oxford. 
Are you looking for a quality used car at a price fit for your budget? No Worries Automotive Group has locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. No credit check, no driver's license, no worries. Every vehicle comes with a 30-month, 30,000-mile service contract. Let our friendly and knowledgeable sales staff help you find the car you deserve. Remember, we have locations in Batesville, Olive Branch, South Haven, and Memphis. Find us anytime, anywhere at NoWorriesCars.com. Looking for the largest selection of wine and spirits in North Mississippi? Look no farther than High Cotton's Wine and Spirits Warehouse in Oxford, located just behind Rebel Racks. You'll find some of the rarest wines that can only be found at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. They offer their customers a unique experience through their employees' expertise in the wine and spirits industry. The High Cotton Wine and Spirits Warehouse is a destination place for all of you true wine and spirit connoisseurs. Come visit us six days a week from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. at High Cotton Wine and Spirits. Employers, are you paying too much for your group health insurance? If so, call Brad Camp with Morgan White Group. Brad can show our proprietary premium saver plan, which could save you as much as 18 to 20% on your group health insurance premium. Brad can also show you our employee needs too, offering human resource guidance, payroll solutions, 401k retirement plans, and senior services. Morgan White Group is your largest solely dedicated health and payroll insurance agency in the state of Mississippi, servicing all of your health, dental, vision, and life insurance needs. Call Brad Camp at 662-259-5552. Looking for the right place to get your game day colors? Rebel Rags has the largest selection of Ole Miss merchandise anywhere, including football jerseys in every size and color. Come grab them while supplies last. Rebel Rags also has game day polos, sideline gear, tailgate items, and more. Famous name brands like Nike, Under Armour, Columbia, Drake, Coliseum, Champion, and Comfort Color T-shirts. Check out Rebel Rags' new entrance off Jackson Avenue with plenty of parking or shop online at rebelrags.net. Rebel Rags, owned and operated by Rebel fans for Rebel fans. Sell them, Molly. Rebel Rags, anything, everything, all. Miss. More of the Rebel Yell Hotline, presented by Cannon Motors, coming up next. Hey Chuck and Gordon, one final time with you here tonight. We thank Glenn for being on with us to talk with us about Kentucky, and then our man Harry Harrison from the Ole Miss Radio Network. And, and guys, and Chuck, you asked a question about the transfers and things, and we'll see one that played at Ole Miss and Jacquez Jones. Kedron Smith's also there. Yeah, and then, two good players. Then their starting quarterbacks, best receiver. Yeah. It's the way it is. Yeah. It's just the way it yeah. is. All Free right. agency. It's, it is there. Red and Blue Chips recruiting segment is presented by Go Orthodontics since 1976. Friendly, affordable smiles. Find their locations, Oxford, Sautillo, South Haven, Corinth, Collierville. If you need braces or Invisalign, you mentioned Rebel Yell Hotline for $500 off. Here's the football tidbits. Zach Barry of On3 Sports is reporting. On3 Consensus five-star Texas A&M wide receiver Demond Demas is likely transferring to Ole Miss at the end of the season. Six 390-pound wideout, 15 receptions, 236 yards, and a touchdown as a freshman for A&M last year. He's setting out this fall and has three years of eligibility left. The Texas native was the Texas high school long jump champion as well. So look for Damon Demas. And on three sports updated their recruiting rankings. Ole Miss now comes in at number 25. Other stuff, top 100 2023 prospect Tavarius Banks out of Tuscaloosa visited Ole Miss last weekend. He's rated the number four safety in the country. 2024 four-star defensive tackle Jeffrey Rush out of Pascagoula visited over the weekend as well. He's rated the number 155 overall prospect in the country. 2025 five-star wide receiver Caleb Cunningham out of Choctaw County, Mississippi visited Ole Miss over the weekend. And 2024 Ole Miss target and Pascagoula four-star defensive lineman Jeffrey Rush 
Well, we mentioned that. That's on my list twice. He was here. He was here a lot. Apparently, was Mister <laughs> Mister Rush so much that he, that he's on the list. He's on the list twice. Ole Miss brought in twenty twenty three. Uh, Louisville, Mississippi defensive lineman Gabriel Moore unofficially over the weekend. He's six four two fifty five. Defensive end currently committed to Troy, but he's caught the Rebels' eye. Gordon's got some basketball. Ole Miss basketball rankings. Ole Miss picked up a commitment from top one hundred national point guard Josh Hubbard. Big get for Ole Miss. The Madison, Mississippi native is Ole Miss's third top 100 commitment in the 2023 class. Josh makes Ole Miss's fourth overall commitment and second in the Magnolia State. Ole Miss now sits at number 13 in rankings. Uh, Ole Miss also uh, power forward Rashawn Marshall officially visited this weekend. He's an Ole Miss commitment right, right now, and he visited Oxford over the weekend. Uh, 2024 star guard K.J. Green unofficially visited Ole Miss over the weekend. K.J. is out of South Carolina, Columbia. Small forward McCaleb Rich announces he will be committing September 26. He took an unofficial visit uh, to Ole Miss this past weekend. The Missouri native is leaning towards Kansas State and Missouri, two good schools. That's today, by the way. Yeah. Well, we, we <laughs> hadn't heard anything. Right, so. right. Coach Yo and Ole Miss women's basketball program hosted five-star prospect Malisha Fulwiley this weekend for an official visit. The 5'6 recruit is from Columbia, South Carolina. She has top five offers from Florida, Louisville, Miami, Ole Miss, and South Carolina. And that does it for basketball recruiting. All right, let's hit some music and find some good, bad, and ugly if Chuck has them. It's sponsored by Big Delta Power Sports, our friends at 155 Cracker Barrel Drive, Batesville. All right, the good, the game with Tulsa was a win. That's always good. The Rebels are 4-0 and ranked in the top 15 in the nation. Also good. It appears the Rebels have finally settled on a quarterback, Jackson Dart, and he could start using all his energy to learn and grow instead of having to look over his shoulder every day. He can relax and not be afraid to make a mistake. Just play freely. The first half offense was terrific, putting up 35 points. Freshman running back Quinson Judkins, there's that name again, gets better and better with every carry he gets. Ole Miss rushed for over 300 yards with Dart, adding 116 to Judkins' 140. It's finally time for some Southeastern Conference football. Kentucky comes to town, and the vault promises to be packed and raucous. The Rebels are a touchdown favorite over the top ten rated Wildcats. I cannot wait. The bad? Well, I think the Rebels may have gotten a little exposed Saturday when Tulsa ran 262 yards and and the passing on the defense until Golden Hurricane quarterback Brian Brian Davis got hurt in the second quarter looked pretty good too. It, it looked as if the stoppers had lost their focus or something. The offense didn't score in the second half, also bad. On one series, it was a fumble. On one series, it was a critical penalty. On one series, it was too much pressure on Dart. One series, it was a drop pass. It was always something that killed the drives. Overall, the defense didn't play with its usual confidence and self-assurance. Hopefully that's going to come back against Kentucky. And the loss of focus, uh, I don't believe, will stay there. I think the Rebels will be tuned in Saturday for Kentucky. When we get in the Grove, the temperatures will be in the upper 50s, move its way to about 80 by mid-afternoon by the time we get out of there.
It'll be a right. great day. Great yeah, day. Absolutely. Great day for the football. And it won't be so hot in that north end zone. That, Correct. You know, we, that's going to help. Hang around and enjoy it all. My friends, another good show. Great job. Thanks, man. Thanks to all of you for being involved with it as well. We'll do this again next week. It's the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. So long.